0: As we continue, would you pray with me? Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who sanctifies us with his commands and commands us to engross ourselves in the words of Torah. Today is 9 11, and we remember that day with sobriety and resolve. It reminds us that this world is surely broken and so are all of us. This world is like a broken pot, and so are all of us. This world and all of us need to be repaired and restored, and this is the great promise of resurrection life and new beginnings. There is life after death. The resurrection of Yeshua gives us confidence and reassures us and fills us with a blessed hope. As we approach Rosh Hashanah in one week, we thank God for new beginnings. We can begin again. We can rise up from the ashes, and we can rise up from the grave, and we can be renewed with hope and with courage and with faith. Broken and beautiful, that's us. If you have your Bibles, would you turn to Romans chapter 8, verses 10 and 11? Starting in verse 10, if the Messiah is in you, Then on the one hand, the body is dead because of sin, but on the other hand, the spirit is giving life because God considers you righteous. Verse 11, and if the spirit of the one who raised Yeshua from the dead is living in you, then the one who raised the Messiah Yeshua from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit living in you. This is the great hope of resurrection life. We are continuing in the month of Elul, and I want to talk for a few moments about broken pots and cracked pots, if you will. We're in that Hebrew month of Elul, and I want to encourage you to have a spiritual checkup. Take your spiritual temperature and look for symptoms. I've been praying that all of us would test positive for Shalom, for God's Shalom. If you're infected with Shalom, it will spread to your major organs. Your heart and your mind will be affected and infected. Philippians 4, verses six through eight speaks to this. Be anxious for nothing. Instead, pray about everything. And with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Verse seven, and the peace of God, the shalom of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Messiah Yeshua. Finally, brothers and sisters, verse eight, whatever is true, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. What a great passage that tells us of how powerful the peace of God is. The peace of God will invigorate you, and faith and hope growing in you will give you a Kadima attitude about the future. Kadima is Hebrew for forward or charge, This afternoon, I posted a short slideshow. It's under a minute on Facebook. It's called Broken Pots. It helps us see that broken pots can be repaired and made beautiful. We're all broken. We all have cracks in our souls. And what we need to learn is to not be afraid to show the crack. With resurrection life and new beginnings, this Rosh Hashanah, God is turning our imperfections into opportunities for repair. What is broken in us can be repaired. And the broken shards can be regathered and we can be put back together and we can learn to put aside the tragedy of the break. Even though it may be traumatic, the break can be repaired. Now the Japanese have an art called kintsugi or kintsukuroi, and all you Japanese speakers, forgive me for my mispronunciations. But this is the art of repairing broken pottery by mending the areas of breakage with lacquer that's dusted or mixed with powdered gold or silver or platinum. It reflects a philosophy that treats breakage and repair as part of the history of an object rather than something to disguise or hide. If you've ever had the opportunity to travel, you may have seen beautiful marble stairs that have been worn over time. The Spanish steps of Rome or the grand staircases of the National Gallery of Art in Washington. The wearing down is part of their beauty. The repair of broken pieces can be beautiful. The the fact of beautiful, wonderful things wearing down, that fact is something not to hide, not to disguise, but something to enjoy because the wear is part of the beauty. It reminds me of bonsai, the art form, the gardening art of miniaturization, and it's inspired by the stunted and twisted forms of evergreens growing on craggy cliffs. They are captured in the miniature forms of bonsai. It's a celebration of the creative power of erosion. And it reminds me also of how the path of a river or the flow of a creek can be so beautiful. The path of a river, if you're flying over the Uh, the beautiful lands of Florida, you'll see rivers and creeks and wetlands that are just beautiful. And we would never want to lose that kind of beauty. It reminds me of my own experience with Sandy, uh, a time when we lived in a log cabin, a genuine log cabin. It was built just after the Great Depression. And there was a wonderful screened-in porch and we could hear the sounds of a creek below that ran through the yard. It, 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 it was a pretty good creek. And Sandy, she's always the creative one, she decided that we could tune the creek. And so we moved some heavy rocks around in the creek bed and she would point out a rock and say, okay, move that, and she'd show me where to move it. And you know what? She was right. The sound of the creek became more clear, almost musical. Maybe you've had some similar examples in your life or fond memories where wear and tear can become the source of beauty in the right hands or where even something that seemed to be moving on its own power and going in its own direction could be retuned and redirected. On this 9-11, as we prepare for Rosh Hashanah, we look at all the brokenness around us with eyes of faith and hearts filled with hope and the victory of Messiah alive in us. We have compassion for all those who suffered during that terrible time, but we choose to let God work with us, and God will take the parts that have been cracked, or broken, or eroded, or just suffered wear and tear, and he will show his creative power in us. Remember, These words from Revelation 21, verses 4 and 5. The Lord will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, or pain, for the former things have passed away. And the one seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making everything new. And then he said, Write this down, for these words are faithful and true. Write this down. The Lord is making everything new. The Lord will wipe away every tear. You see, all the tragedy will be overcome. All the despair and the inconsolable mourning will be removed because we will see newness of life. But if we will see it, we can live with it in that anticipation even now. In the midst of brokenness, in the midst of sorrow, in the midst of times of mourning, we can receive comfort. We can receive hope. We can receive expectation. We can receive a sense that God wants to do even more. Write it down, for these words are faithful and true. Well, those are the scriptures that I wanted to share with you. But I also want to share with you some ideas for this upcoming Rosh Hashanah and how in the midst of everything that's going on and all the protocols and all the limitations, here are some things that you can think about doing. Um, First of all, I want to encourage you to put together a gift basket of holiday challah. That's round challah for Rosh Hashanah plus apples and honey, and deliver that to someone with a message to them about the new year and hope and sweetness. Even people who don't know anything about Rosh Hashanah can enter in because of your willingness to share good news by sharing something sweet. Also, you can welcome the new year with us with holiday challah and apples and honey with your own oneg. egg. We'll post prayers for you to use in a video too. And remember, even though we will have live from home on Friday night, and we will have live from the sanctuary together, so it'll be all merged in together. We will not have an oneg egg at the synagogue because of current limitations, but you can prepare your own with holiday challah, with apples and Honey, and then you can participate. And if you do, and you take that to heart, take some pictures as well, send them to us and we'll share them with others. Also, I wanna encourage you to make plans to participate in Tashlich next Saturday. We'll post some readings and instructions on how you can participate. We'll also post a video too in the upcoming days. So join us Friday night next week and Saturday morning for two very special Rosh Hashanah services hear the sound of the shofar, pray with us, worship with us, and welcome the new year with us. If you've RSVP'd for the synagogue services, it will be a great time in the sanctuary. If you'll participate through our live streaming on Facebook Live, that will also be great. In fact, we'll bring everyone together. Whether you're at home or in the synagogue, we'll be one mishpochah together. We're so excited, and we hope that people all over the world will join in with us. Let's let God work with us and take the parts that have been cracked or broken or eroded or just suffered wear and tear and let him show his creative power in us on this Rosh Hashanah. As we begin a new year, let us begin it with hope, with expectation, and with faith. I wanna share a scripture that Sandy shared with me today. Proverbs 10, verse 22, the blessing of the Lord makes a person rich, and the Lord adds no sorrow with it. So our prayer for you is this, may the Lord richly bless you, and may he give you wealth without sorrow. Isn't that a great blessing? Thank you, Sandy, for sharing that with us. Now, I want to encourage everybody who is on Facebook with us right now to participate again actively in the comment section right now. Don't wait for someone else. Don't worry about repeating what somebody else does, but put into words what you're thankful for. Let's take time right now to give thanks to the Lord in the comment section. I want to be able to read your comments that you put in, in front of us. I'm thanking the Lord for giving us joy the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I feel stronger when I have the joy of the Lord. How about you? Are you thankful for something? Write that in the comment section. I'm watching, I'm looking um, at the comments right now, and I want to see you join into these comments. I want to see you participate. And I see Marlene is grateful for her family. And Fran Stone writes, may the Lord richly bless you and give you prosperity without sorrow. And Kathy is writing, thank you for Shabbat. Tracy Abush is writing, thank you. We're so thankful for the Holy Spirit. Travis, I'm thankful for my family and that he has brought me to another Shabbat. Others are writing, thank you for life after a brain injury. And thankful for God's presence the Lairds are writing, and his faithfulness to us and to our family. Thank you, Holt, for that. Jaffa writes, thank God for God. That's beautiful. Marlene, thank you for Shabbat. Deb Simon, Deborah Simon, thank you, Lord, for opening our sanctuary and giving us the gift of our wonderful rabbis in And Well, thank you, Deborah, for that. Yolanda Perez, I'm thankful for the Lord in my life. And Brian Stone, I'm thankful for us that year 5781 begins next Friday night, and it means, in a certain way, 2020 is over. And Maselia. Um, Miranda writes, thankful for life. And Bill Ortiz, I'm thankful for the breath of life. This is so encouraging for me to read. Maxine says, I'm thankful for life everlasting. And um, boy, it's going too fast now. All of you are, um, going, are really taking this seriously. I appreciate your participation. Mel Hughes I'm thankful for laughter. Today I had occasion to laugh. First time that happened in a while. It was nice. I'm not able to keep up with all of you. Amanda is writing, for each breath I can breathe. And Rick Gray, thankful we have faith and religious freedom. And uh, Philip Feller, thank you for Barbara and for her foot healing and my foot healing. Uh, And uh, Aaron Jacobs thankful for life. It was only a delay that kept me from being in the Pentagon Op Center that was destroyed. Life can't be wasted. Well, we're so grateful that Aaron was delayed and his life was spared. Brian Rose, thank you, Lord, for blessings and kindness. Isn't this encouraging? And Esther... Painter, I'm grateful for my children and that they're serving the Lord. And Andrew writes, I'm thankful for the depth of Elohim's love and salvation. Gary Dunham, thanks for rabbi, rabbis that share their knowledge and teach us. And Bob Singer, thanks for all your blessings. Well, wow, it just keeps going. Jill Akawi is writing, I'm thankful it's Shabbat today. I made it. And Brian Rose, again, thank you, Lord, for your servants. Others are writing. I'm thanking the Lord for healing and that the Lord is Adonai Rafa, the Lord who heals. I'm thanking the Lord for his provision. He's the Lord who sees Adonai Yireh and he provides for us. And I'm thanking him for his mercy as well. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you for your comfort. Lord, thank you for comforting Carol Cregan and her family. Thank you for comforting all who are in mourning in this hour. Thank you, Lord. Lawrence Barrow writes, he's thankful for his wife and family. And Moni writes, I'm thankful for his precious faithfulness and his new beginnings to each one of us. You all are taking this seriously. You know, each one of these expressions of gratitude is like incense that rises up to the Lord and he takes it in as a fragrant offering. He's enthroned on your praises. When you praise the Lord, when you give thanks to him, when you honor him with gratitude, you know what? It makes a spiritual throne in the heavenlies. What a wonderful, wonderful Blessing and Lion writes, thankful for covenant promises and loved ones. And Brian writes, I'm thankful for my mishpocha. Isn't this spectacular? I'm thankful that tomorrow we'll have live from home together with live from the sanctuary, and we'll blend our services together into one incredible hybrid service: live stream and live in person. It's going to be fantastic. Um, Thank you to everyone who's been participating on the ministry teams that are, are making it possible for us to use the sanctuary and to live stream at the same time from the sanctuary and from home as well. We are so appreciative of you. We really depend on you. And your your consistency, your commitment makes such a huge difference. Without you, we couldn't do it. Thank you, Lord, for each one of these who loves being your servant. Well, what a wonderful time. We're going to close this time tonight with Aaron's blessing as we normally do at Beth Israel, and then we'll return to the painter home for a final worship song. And before we do, I want to encourage you to stand with us financially. You can go to our website, bethisraelnow.com slash giving for all the details. So let's gather now for Aaron's blessing. May the Lord bless you. May he keep watch over you guard you, and protect you. May the Lord cause the light of his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his face to you and give you his peace in the name of the Prince of Peace. Sar Shalom, Yeshua, our Messiah. And we can all say amen. So from Sandy and me, we say Shabbat Shalom. Thanks for joining with us. And now let's...